Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolic, and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Enlighten Up podcast. I'm really happy to be here with you this week because I have a new guest to the show. Valentia Reese is a vibrational linguist who channels the language of light, the language of the Akash and written codes to heal and expand an individual beyond the current timeline of disharmony to one which is in alignment with the soul blueprint. A trance channel for the Syrians, Pleiadians, and other groups, she is an open vehicle for many dimensions in consciousness. Transmitting the frequency of divine love and sacred light information from source, her work aims to balance the physical, mental, and emotional bodies, crystallize the DNA, and reconnect humanity to source consciousness and to their divine gifts and purpose. Valentea, it's so nice to have you here on the show. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's so great to have you, of course. I know. I'm so happy to be here and meet your audience. Yeah. So Nicole James, who was on the show, the quantum nutritionist, uh, she introduced me to you. And of course, I saw you on David's podcast, Above Duality. Yeah. And, uh, just love your energy. You're, you've got such you. a compassionate and um, really soft yet strong energy behind you. Oh, thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> So you, you do a lot of light language work. I do. I do. And that has been such an incredible blessing in my life in so many ways, not only for my own transformation and in this journey, but helping others transform. And it's just been so amazing to have happen. So when did, when did all the light language start coming in for you? What year was it? Uh, it was 2016. Uh, actually, July 10th, I remember it exactly because it was a sledgehammer awakening moment. I did not have a, a slow ramp up to any of this. It was just like, you're in 3D and then boom, now you're not. <laughs> so you got hit by the cosmic two by four. <laughs> totally, completely and did not expect it, had no idea what was going on. I had never heard of light language. So um except for the day before that happened. I had met someone who uh, spoke light language and she had said, I speak light language. And I said, oh, I'd never heard of that. So she did a few sentences and that was it. And I thought to myself, that sounds so familiar to me. And I just kept thinking about it all day long. And when I went to bed that night, up until that point, I was kind of in that searching mode as to what was next. You know, I'd slowly started my journey where I was healing myself. I was taking Reiki and I'd received my Reiki masters. I was doing Akashic records, I think, or maybe that was after. I was just doing Reiki in the beginning, but I was asking, what is next? What am I supposed to do next? And am I supposed to do hypnotherapy? I was just asking all these questions and wanted to be shown. And I was shown <laughs> that night I went to bed thinking, I think this is that thing I'm looking for. So if it is, let me know if this is it. And I literally woke up about two hours later and I was singing in these languages and I had no control over it. 
I'm not a singer by any means. And I thought to like, I could hear it. And I was like, this sounds kind of good, actually. This doesn't sound like me. So that just became the beginning of this, this thing of unraveling. And I would just speak these languages nonstop all day long. Wow. Yeah. So, it would happen. Just it, my mouth would fly open with yeah. force. You know? Well, before like I kind of took over the podcast on my own, Lisa, one of my co-hosts, was on here, and she's my also my best friend. Mm-hmm. Had the same experience with um, as you did, where she spontaneously just started speaking light language. She couldn't get control of her tongue. Uh, it was yeah. something she had to learn, like because it would just spontaneously happen, where she was like right. in a in a boardroom with re- realtors, and all of a sudden, like, <laughs> and so it was this very interesting um, thing. Your can you take us through some of your awakening? Because a lot of people tend to think that the awakening is some blissful experience um, of enlightenment and it doesn't usually um, happen that way, or at least it's not that that isn't part of the journey, but it's certainly not what most people experience in the beginning all the time. Mm -hmm. What was it like for you? What were some of the more difficult aspects of your um, awakening? For me, I was, you know, first of all, I didn't, I didn't know anything about anything. I didn't know that there was a galactic connection to these languages. I, I didn't understand any of it. I wasn't into the um, galactic stuff. As a child, I had been on ships, um, and I remember that there was a window of time in my life where that was happening quite consistently, but it wasn't something that I thought about any longer. So um, for me, realizing that, galactics thing that was there, I was a little bit fearful. Um, There was a moment in time when I was going through this and my vibration was so high and I my body was buzzing for four months. And so I felt out of control. I didn't know what to do. I, I couldn't leave my house because my mouth was flying open all the time. And I had no control over it. So it was uncomfortable. Uh, there, there was fear for me. Uh, there was one time where I had left the television on and um, came back into the house and was trying to make a phone call and my keyboard on, the, or I was trying to text and the keyboard kept getting taken over and I was seeing all these zeros and ones type out and I had no idea <laughs> what that was at the time. Like I didn't know about binary code or anything. So I'm just getting frustrated because I want to send this text. And then instantly the, the phone shuts off the light shut off and the TV shuts off all at once. And I'm like, okay, I've got to send this text. I'm still not putting two and two together. So I send the text and then I decide to put the TV back on. And I distinctively remembered that I had Abraham Hicks on and it was a long 15 hour Abraham Hicks. I used to leave it on for my dog when I would leave the house. So when I turned the television monitor back on, the entire YouTube channel had been changed and it was now playing a show about the Pleiadians. And I instantly went into fear and I shut the television off so fast because I knew. And I, I just got the hit like, okay, you're supposed to watch this. So then I started researching and understanding the galactic connection, but I was quite fearful. And in those beginning, uh, I would say the beginning month of this, while I was still trying to unwrap, unwrap it all, I would wake up with uh, markings on my body. Um, I, one time I woke up with like uh, three dots and a triangle. Um, I used to wake up with uh, kind of like suction marks on me. 
in a certain pattern. So stuff like that was happening, which was putting a great deal of fear into me. And did you, this case of the suction cups, did you mm-hmm. have any concept of what that might be or did, or, and if not, I'm assuming probably not at the time, but did anything come in later of what that was? You know, so I, with working with other people, um, I had learned, um, and makes perfect sense. Um, I just, I was not, uh, in power of my space and what was going on with me. And so two people had conveyed that. And yes, that's completely true. Once I kind of had a grip on what was happening, what my purpose was, and I really put in some practices of clearing my home every night. I did like a month of salt baths. Once I kind of stood in my power on that, it stopped happening. And I just think it was different groups either. I don't think necessarily think it was bad. Um, I just think it was either different activations that I needed. Um, if it was not good, uh, I, I didn't get anything bad from it. I think it was a, a learning process. You know, as we're going through this, everything that happens and whether we feel fear from it or not is a portal for learning. So once I stood in my power, it, it all kind of stopped. Mm-hmm. What, um, what sort of things were aside from like these markings that you were, did you remember anything that was specifically happening to you that was kind of perhaps maybe taking advantage of the fact that you didn't have your proper boundaries in place? I think that was the main thing because in that time I did have that bliss. I had four months of pure divine love and bliss and joy. And I felt like I was floating and, um, like I said, it was uncomfortable because besides my body buzzing, I was getting energy pouring through my crown all day long and it would knock me off balance. And um, so I felt very unstable. I felt I, I couldn't function. It was hard to function in life when your body is buzzing and you can't walk and languages are flying out of your mouth. I didn't have anyone to talk to about it, really. I didn't have a circle of friends around me that were into this sort of thing at that time in my life. So... I sought help online, someone I found and um, confided in my dad and told him, please don't think I'm crazy. Like, you know, I'm not crazy, right? I'm just, I have to tell you something (laughs) and just kind of started that conversation. Great. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) I lost you for a second. um, I just want to make sure like there's some, there's a street sweeper going on right now that doesn't come through the microphone. It's interesting because this is what's so difficult. And you and I were just kind of talking about this right before we hit the record button of when you're going through like some parts of your awakening and you want to share some of it with people, even like not so much that you're trying to like, it's not even about red pilling. It's just about, I just need someone to talk to about this, you know, and, and, and let someone know to have to always preface it with, you know, I'm not crazy. right? Right. It's, it's hard because, um, you know, this happens to a lot of people who are really grounded. And I think that's one of the the reasons why it's happening because people are so grounded in more of their truth and that it's allowing for that awakening to spur within them. Right. Right. And, you know, my dad was great. He let me, he let me tell him the whole thing. And he calmly said, I think you should come home for a little bit. (laughs) 
And because I was emotional about it, I was crying a lot, um, crying because I was shifting so quickly. So because I was speaking all these languages 40 minutes a day, like all day long, these were long outbursts, I was getting so much clearing. And so as you know, when you're releasing that density, your body feels different and you feel lighter. And it's also an emotional release. So releasing that density that you've carried sometimes for lifetimes, whether that be earth lifetimes or off planet lifetimes, as you're releasing that, there is a bit of sadness because it's that stuff, although not serving you, is still a part of you and has been a part of you. And so it's like saying goodbye to a friend that you don't need in your life anymore, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a grieving process in, absolutely that's attached to that. Yeah. And um, so not to go into like the dark side of it all, but mm -hmm. you, I know you've had some experiences with like draconian reptilian races Mm -hmm. uh, which happens a lot, especially when you're of high light vibration. Yeah. Uh, I know that Rebecca Barfoot, who was on my podcast a couple of weeks ago, she was definitely had some very nasty experiences with them, but mm -hmm. she's also now connecting to a very loving, compassionate aspect of that, of her family there. However, this is something a lot of people experience. And I know yeah. it's because I have some videos out there about um, entities that have negative agendas to work with your energy field. Um, and instead of going into the fear, yeah. how do we communicate it to the audience to see this as um, an opportunity for learning a lesson? I, the, I like to see these negative um, agenda type entities as teachers for us. Mm -hmm. Mostly in my experience, I've seen them as me learning my boundaries. Yeah. How would you like to communicate to the audience who may be experiencing some of this stuff, how to move through it and how to kind of perceive it in a way that's empowering for them? I think it's important to, first of all, not fear it. You know, fear is our greatest teacher. And definitely for me in that case, it was. And I had, I had gone into fear because I didn't understand what was going on in the beginning. And so I, I did lose my power for a, a bit of that. And once I firmly had had enough, it took me, it took me some time. I'm talking about several months and finally I'd had enough and got my grounding and started doing my, my clearings, but I didn't do it from a place of fear. I did it from a place of, this is part of the job. This is part of keeping myself clear. And in most cases, I did keep myself clear. You know, I don't watch the news. I eat a good diet. I try not to watch any kind of information that's going to create any kind of static in my field. So I'm always trying to be a clean vessel so I can serve myself and serve my clients. So not going into fear and just using a simple clearing practice every single day to keep your field clear because you know these just like we have good and bad humans we have good and bad star beings and you know there's always an agenda but the dark doesn't want the light right to share their work the dark doesn't want that to happen but when you're grounded in your practice and grounded in your truth that becomes an unshakable thing and they will no longer be interested in in playing the game with you. And so 
just being strong and knowing that you're in power, you are the creator of your reality. And so that is also what we see as we're moving from 3D to 5D. In 3D, I would have said, I'm the victim of that thing happening to me. And I did that for a little bit. And in 5D, I said, no more. <laughs> I create the reality that I want to live in. And if I can hold the vibration of love and do any kind of practice that supports that vibration of love, then the fear is not going to, the darkness is not going to come into my field. So really making that transition and saying that you're in control. That other stuff that's affecting you, although it may be affecting you, it's affecting you because you're holding fear. You're not the victim of that. That's so powerful. And I love that you said that. I loved how you brought it into kind of like, the 3D part of me is like saw me as the victim. Yeah. And, and when you're in 5D, you kind of see yourself as the hero. Right. And so that is really important for people to understand as they're making that transition. Uh, I, I'm so happy you, you delivered it that way because um, when you can see these as opportunities for your own growth and yeah. kind of one of the ways that we, perception is so important. Perception is so important in helping us shift, not just the frequency of, of um, what we're perceiving, but also shifting the frequency of ourselves, which yeah. of course, what you perceive is literally a, a frequency that you're holding within you. Right. But, you know, when you can kind of step back and say, okay, you're just another being showing me the sides of duality here. You're teaching mm -hmm. me through duality that I need better boundaries. And I think that's something that a lot of people go through on the spiritual journey because when it feels so blissful and it feels so great, you just want to like give it all out there and take it all in. And you just want to be this massive sponge that soaks and squeezes, soaks and squeezes. Right. And that's not how this works. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you know, it's not always easy. You know, when you're feeling that fear and there's something there and you can, I, I'm a feeler, so I feel energy very strongly and you're trying not to let that take over, even though you feel it and it feels very uncomfortable. It can be difficult at first to move into that place of power. And, um, you know, Pets are great. If you're not a good sensor uh, of stuff, an animal will let you know if something's there. And it's so funny because now I was actually talking to Nicole on text the other night and I said, oh, I think something popped in the room. I can, the dog's going crazy. Yeah. And she's like, are you going to clear it? I said, I'm eating ice cream. I'll do it when I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Ice cream. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So that's how, and she's like, boy, you've really transitioned. I said, yeah, it'll go away when I'm, I, I just got to finish this first. And Where before I would have been so terrified, right? Yeah, and I think that's like what's so hard is to realize it's just fear, literally, what do they say? It's like false experiences appearing real. Yeah. And you create your reality. So like, if you don't want it to be real, it doesn't have to be. Right. So it's, and it certainly, it's not existing. It's just that you get to choose how you interact with it and how yeah. it interacts with you will be um, shifted by the way you choose to interact with it. Exactly. And I feel like uh, for a lot of us on this journey, I think in general in life, fear is our greatest teacher. 
and it can be the the thing that either pushes us forward or holds us back, right? Yeah. And a lot of times when it comes to making choices and decisions, the best ones for us are usually the hardest to make. Yeah. Yeah. So you're doing a lot of work with um, this light language. Um, and I, we're going to get into a transmission later in the show. So everyone stick around for that. But um, the, the healing codes and everything that comes through that, how has your work through your experiences, how have you seen it shifting timelines, either for yourself, for your clients? Like, what have you been experiencing when it comes to like timeline shifting and healing? Wow. So sometimes I like to tell people the shifts can be subtle. So our human mind wants this big, overwhelming, wow experience. And sometimes you're not going to have that. Sometimes you will. And that's fantastic when you can have that to satisfy what the, the human, human brain wants to have. But sometimes it could be so subtle where, you know, when I give the activation, I like to say you're, you're getting that activation instantly. And then over time, there's an attunement process where you're adjusting to that new timeline that has opened up for you. So it can be a quick adjustment. And like in my case, when I spoke that first language, my entire world <laughs> completely transformed instantly. I was catapulted into that bliss. Everything around me looked different. The colors were more vibrant. I was super sensitive to everything. I could hear nature talking. It was the sledgehammer moment. But then other people, you know, I've had um, one client in particular who has such a beautiful unfolding of her uh, attunement process where, you know, life has to change. All of the stuff that brings us comfort that really isn't serving us, when you open that new timeline and you're ready to step into that, it gets a little uncomfortable. She lost her job. And she was, you know, terrified by that. Who wouldn't be, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to make money? And she went for several months. But in that time, she had the opportunity to really connect within and do the inner transformation that, you know, I don't like to call it work, but like making that a daily practice to commit to that reality that you actually want to live in. And so she started thinking, I want the perfect job that aligns to my, my heart and soul and my mission. And I want to drive a BMW. I don't know how that's ever going to be possible, but that's what I want. And she started noticing subtle changes. Like she was an avid writer and she loved writing in her journal all the time. And she thought that made her superior and she's very intellectual. And she said, I haven't touched the journal since we've been doing this work. Like it doesn't bring me joy anymore. I I like to sit in the park and watch the animals play and listen to nature and see children laughing. So such a shift, like that heart is opening and she's starting to align to love now. And then all of a sudden I hear from her and there's this perfect job that was created, didn't even exist and hundreds of people applied for it and she wasn't qualified, but she got the job. And it happened to be right across the street where she's in the Israeli choir and she practices like, I don't know, once a week or something. So she could easily get to the choir practice. And then somehow she was able to get this BMW. So just like all these amazing things. And I just think like so happy for her because she allowed herself to really stay in that place of trust which is 5D. 5D is I trust that I can create the reality that I want. 
And she really did that. She, she stayed into trust instead of fear of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Which so amazing. So that was one that unfolded over time. Yeah. I think that place, that's definitely a place that I've been trying to visit more is that place of surrender. Cause they're, they're with surrender. You must have trust. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard to surrender if you don't trust. <laughs> right. And, Probably um, impossible, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, one of the things that, um, one of my guests that I have on here frequently, Marina Jacoby, who talks a lot about timelines and manifestation, quantum manifestation, mm. is she talks about how it's so important to not reject your reality. It's about yep. transforming your reality, yes. but you can't reject it. No. What's been your experience with that? I think one of the, the things I really don't like to see is when people are so focused on, I have to keep my vibration high. I don't want to look at that because it's going to bring me down. And the thing is, is that number one, you have to look at the dark stuff. It's just how long are you staying there? Because on the other side of that veil, so here's the veil and here's the darkness. And if you can get through the darkness and you open that veil, that's where your life transforms. So if fear comes up, welcome the fear. But, you know, ask the question, why am I feeling this? Why is this coming up? What do I need to know? What do I need to see? And, you know, also know that in this new, I call it 5D healing, you don't have to go down that endless spiral of answers to get all the details that satisfies that human brain. And that's what's good about my work. You don't get any information. You just receive those frequencies and you can shift. And so even if you don't get the answer, like you know, a lot of people are still learning, they're not able to connect to the higher self so easily, know that intention and that conscious awareness that you're feeling fear and I don't want to stay in this sphere anymore. So what do I need to do to transform this? And either you get that answer or you don't. And then having that conscious awareness to just connect to source, uh, do the DNA work, do your timeline clearings and say, I'm ready to clear this once and for all. So let's clear this. And then whether you can clear it on your own or seek help from someone else, at least you are making that conscious awareness and taking the steps to clear it instead of staying in it for days and weeks and months. Yeah. And I think, you know, just from me, you and I were, were talking about this just before we hit the record button in my audience knows I, with my raw and real series that I have, I've been going through something really kind of tough and painful and requiring a lot of vulnerability. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, the, the part there, there are those parts that come up going, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm in this place for a while. Like it's, this is really heavy energy and I've had to cry and release and like, go through a lot of grief, which we talked about mm -hmm. that grief of just feeling like you're losing a part of you. Maybe you're losing part of something you really wanted in this timeline, but going off of what you just said, there's also the aspect of me that knows that clearing this timeline means having to release these emotions because yeah. even if I may not feel them, they're still trapped inside yeah. the frequency around me. So I mm -hmm. have to like, let them go. I have to move through them. Right. And I think that is kind of one of the, the, the places where a lot of people get stuck in not recognizing the power behind your feelings and allowing that to flow through, even if they're ugly feelings, compared right. to what we consider like 5d. Right. That, Clearing your timeline to get you into the higher timeline requires you to let go of, of 
yeah harder emotions and to face it and just like you said even though it was taking longer than you would have liked you weren't being in victim mode when you were facing that fear and, and going through your time and crying and releasing it you were doing it from that higher aspect saying okay i need i know i need to move through this and i know i have to feel what i need to feel and i'm going to let that happen for as long as it needs to but i also know that i'm allowing it and i'm orchestrating what role do i play as this person releasing this i'm playing the role of the higher consciousness who knows that i have to do this as opposed to I'm going to be the victim about this and have my pity party and get the support from everybody in that way. So that's the difference. Yeah. And I've also like through it been able to recognize certain hidden beliefs that I didn't realize were still there. And I'm like, Ooh, that needs to be released. That needs to be looked at um, and, and intended to. Right. You know? And, and so there's a lot of good that comes out of that. And I think, you know, part of my grief is, has been having to make a decision that was very, very difficult for me. But there's, in, and intuitively, I just knew when I made it that it's the only way to shift the timeline. Right. And don't you feel that in your life, I know for me, my life has moved in the most wonderful directions when I can move through or release the comfortable comfortable areas of my life that actually really weren't serving me to their greatest way so we can be comfortable in ways that situations that aren't really benefiting us to the way that we need them to mm -hmm. and so we can stay stuck in that pattern and stuck in that loop and many people do that yeah and they can be in that loop for relationship after relationship like whether it be dating the same type of person or whatever it is. And so there's comfortability in being uncomfortable. <laughs> and so when we can actually say, okay, I don't want to do this anymore because it's not working. It hasn't worked for the last five times. So it's time to release it once and for all. Then, then the magic happens. Then, so it's like feeling the fear of letting that go, yeah. but knowing and trusting that there's amazing things waiting over there and just trusting it's all trust yeah and also it's like to understanding again down to timelines like 101 it's like infinite timelines you're just experiencing this one right now if you want to experience another one where it's maybe what you really want right you just gotta like okay clear out this one so i can get into a different experience and the and timelines they are moments in time that we have chosen to experience a particular thing. Mm -hmm. So whether it be a good experience or a bad experience, we have chosen that moment in time. And so as we're shifting, we now have that awareness and we now know that, oh, I get to control that. I'm the creator of the reality I wanna live in. And so now we say, okay, well, I'm done with that one. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's been, gosh it's such a journey and i know so many people going through all of this it, it can be very difficult and yeah like you just said it's about okay this one's not working for me anymore i've i've i think i've spent enough time learning my lessons in this experience time right. to change the experience you know like and um i think 
if anyone can take away what you've been talking about, the most important thing is to not be afraid of your uglier feelings. Yeah. Don't be afraid of that. I kind of see fear like this mechanism that's like pulsing you away from it because it knows that as soon as you come through it, you transform it. Yeah. And it doesn't want that to happen. Right. It's, it's power is when you stay away from it. Right. It loses all of its power when you move through it. And so kind of like when you see your fears coming of going, Oh no, no, you're not pushing me away this time. <laughs> right. And when we're, when we haven't cleared those programs, right. All those reptilian programs, the, the victim programs and the judgment programs and the addiction programs and the separation programs, when we're still running those programs and in the DNA, it's going to be so much harder to make that transformation. So doing the clearing work is so important. Yeah. Because, you know, I see like on my journey in the very beginning, I went to um, a Tony Robbins event. Mm -hmm. Someone had bought me a ticket to that and I had no idea about any of this. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have to go to this thing because someone bought me the ticket. And what I saw with his work, which is great, it's a great introduction to all of this stuff. But what I found with watching that is that people would be on cloud nine during the event. And then as soon as they got home into regular life, there was so much effort to stay in that state. It was forcing something because that work appeals to the conscious mind. It wasn't clearing it within your field. It wasn't clearing those programs. So when you clear those programs that exist in the DNA and exist in the field, you don't have to effort as much mm -hmm. to do that work and to stay in that vibration. So that was a big learning portal for me in that. And I didn't understand that in the beginning, that there were many layers to the transformation and it doesn't have to be as difficult once you clear through that stuff. Yeah. And I think like that kind of, you know, really highlights, um, another thing that we were talking about before we hit the record was I was sharing with you how, because of my vulnerability vid video that I put out, I had a, an old friend who I don't really talk to that much. We don't really see eye to eye on a lot of world views and all, which doesn't mean that's not why we're not friends. It's just, right. we just aren't in touch as much. Right. Um, and saw my Ron real video and perceived my vulnerability as me being lost, perceived it as in like, you know, and then of course went into all of the, the, the reasons of, you know, why I might be lost because I just see the world differently than her. And maybe I need right. to go back to family and maybe I need to find a better friend group. And I'm like, Whoa, all of these assumptions of right. being afraid of experiencing that pain and suffering that someone may be going through in a moment while they're clearing and they're healing right. is very exactly what you were talking about with this Tony Robbins thing of where people, the, the, they only want to tap into like the bliss. They only want to tap into the feel goods, you know, like where, where's my warm and fuzzies, you know, that's all I want right. to feel, but you can't maintain that. And that's not where the healing is. And that's, only a fraction of what you actually can feel if you were to actually go into the darkness and heal mm -hmm. what's, what's kind of underlying and waiting there for your attention. Yeah. So it's an energy. It's, it's, it's all energy. And it's more than just using our human minds to have that willpower, right? To stay in that positive state or whatever it is. 
once you clear the programs, you don't need so much willpower because your new way of being, your new frequency has already risen. So it's much easier. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, okay. Before we get into the transmission, mm-hmm. which I'm so excited for, <laughs> like, I'm like, girl, I need this transmission today. <laughs> um, what are some really helpful tools that you could offer the audience um, through the Ascension journey that you, especially given the times we're in right now, like what are you seeing that's coming up in the collective that you have tools for to help them transform and move through to get to the other side? I would say that, well, first of all, when I had my biggest transformation, it was because I had all the time in the world. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a relationship. I was home and I was in victim mode, so I wouldn't leave my house, but I was still home. And in that time, I made the conscious choice that I didn't want to live like this anymore. I needed to do something and I knew that it started with myself. So if, you know, people are starting to get out now, but if you're still feeling like you're stuck at home, see that as a blessing, see that as an opportunity to transform and you know, if you're listening to this, then you know that you are the creator. So use that time to connect within and, and make that a practice. I like to call it the, the four C's to uh, your awakening journey. So a consistent commitment, consistent to commitment, not to do work. We don't like to call it work because that's no fun. But if you say I'm consistently committing to engaging in a daily practice that's aligned to my highest transformation, then you're already out of the gates in a great spot. So being consistent every single day, anybody who has success, they do something every single day that's different than what they used to do. So whether it be doing a meditation, taking a salt bath, stop watching an hour of negative television programming, turn the news off. It could be something as little as that. Do one thing every single day. I would say The second thing would be doing your clearings, being conscious of doing your clearing work, um, calling in your guides, and you can say a prayer to clear any unseen negative influences, doing your clearings that way and clearing timelines, knowing that uh, you are running negative programs. If you're having negative experiences, if you're in victim mode, if you're in fear mode, if you're in judgment or lack in having self-worth issues. Those are all programs that are running and can be cleared within your field. So doing that work, uh, seeking the help of someone to assist you, consciously connecting within and trying to clear it, whatever you need to do. And then conscious awareness, having awareness of your thoughts, of your words and of your actions and taking a moment to breathe before you react, um, saying, okay, this came up. How am I going to respond? Am I going to respond from fear? I'm going to respond from love. And just going through the steps because that's part of 5D is is having that awareness and being able to be in control of the outcome of that without trying to physically control the situation. But we can control things by stepping away and actually taking a breath and say, okay, this doesn't serve me, so I'm just going to step away from it. And then connecting and connecting to your guides or your higher awareness every single day, do it in the morning, do it at night and connecting and setting your intentions to just say, you know what universe, I'm so excited to see what an amazing and beautiful day you're going to show me today and being open to whatever comes your way 
and knowing that it's not always going to be amazing and beautiful, but if something does come up, now you have the tools to work through it. Yeah. And I love how you brought up the commitment at the beginning, because that is like a huge one. And that's one thing like I, I tell all of my clients is like, if you aren't willing to commit to yourself, then no one else will commit to you and either will the universe. <laughs> right. Right. Because I have clients that want, you know, a majority of my clients want to align to their gifts and they want those gifts to be activated. But there is a lack of consistent commitment to having that happen. And that's why I say now is the most magical time because we have time to do that. We do. Yeah, we really do. Especially like, come, well, I mean, we're kind of coming out of the, the virus pandemic um, yeah. situation. But I think a lot of people really saw that they had a lot of time mm -hmm. to capitalize on the opportunity to go within and yeah. really connect. Uh, I know myself, I took a couple days, which I'm kind of feeling like I need to do again, a kind of a couple days of just digital disconnection. Mm. Because it, it didn't become so apparent to me until I actually did that, how much my gifts are dumbed down through yeah. the digital technology yeah. being around me so much. Mm -hmm. So when I finally took two days off and cleared all that, my dream recall was on steroids. Right, <laughs> like, right. Oh my gosh. I literally could go through every dream, like 15 wow. dreams, just recalling it like a movie reel. And it blew my mind how, how like, you know, usually I can just capture, capture a few things and I get like the big messages and, and all of that. Like, you know, it's almost like, um, flashes, right? Right, right. No, this was the full movie reel and I could go through the whole thing. That's and amazing. It's, it's one of those things where if you really do want to connect, make sure you take that time out for yourself to give yourself the opportunity. It's so important. And you know, even if people missed it this time around and didn't do that, I, we're going to have this again, I'm sure. So we're going to have more free time. But um, even, even if you don't, just Even if you it. don't, of just course. It. It's yeah. so important. I think if you really want to change and you really want to step into your purpose, you will do that. You'll make the time. It's, yeah. it's, it's a must. It's a and must. Here's the thing too. If you don't want this to happen again, then make sure you do create your time. Right. The doesn't force right. it on you again. Exactly. Exactly. Because the more of us that are anchoring the light, and there are so many, then this will, will eventually go away and yeah. never come back. I'm loving, I'm loving seeing how many people are really starting to come out and starting to use their voice and really yeah. create themselves. Um, like it just, community is getting bigger and bigger and mm -hmm. people are really kind of moving through that fear we talked about to kind of, right. you know, show up. Right. And it's so interesting to watch what's going on in earth school, right? So you have like the different levels of graduates, you have the, the, uh, the kindergartners who are still kind of, you know, very confused and stressed out and, um, into their addictions, whether it be to technology and, and, uh, or food or whatever they're doing to get through this time and just really want to go back to the way life was. And then you have, you know, the middle schoolers who are really getting their voices and they're, they're stepping out and they're protesting and doing all those things. And then you have the graduates who are just holding light. And eventually the uh, kindergartners will be the middle schoolers 
and the middle schoolers will be like, oh, wait a minute, I didn't really have to go out and scream and yell. I could have just held light and this would have all transformed anyway. So all grades are needed, right? But it's so amazing to just even see it happening and seeing people go through the steps. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And, it, and that's, I think, the whole thing. It's a journey. Yeah. There are steps. And you can leap over some, you know, depending on like where you're at and how quickly you're transforming. But there's some you're just not going to be able to avoid. Yeah. And, you know, no judgment on wherever you are in your journey at all, because I was that kindergartner, you know, and I'm sure you were too, right? So it's just, it's an unfolding and awesome to watch. Yeah. And I feel like I still am a kindergartner. It like, oh, yeah, me too sometimes. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we're I'm always kinda, learning. Yeah, just kind of learning. So, um, and I think that's what's been really cool about this Venus retrograde that we're in um, with Gemini that's going to be coming to an end soon. But this has helped us put value or see the value on learning things like you're in kindergarten, like learning things like right. you're an absolute beginner, because then you're just ready to embrace it all and like mm -hmm. receive. And so that's been kind of one of the really um, beautiful things of that Venus retrograde that we're going through in Gemini. Yeah. So I want to give you the opportunity now to do a healing transmission for us all. Is there, okay. um, do you like ever put an intention to it that is kind of specific, but let it kind of obviously, well, let me, I'll let you talk about how yeah. people receive this and what is they can expect. I, I state an intention, but I just want people to know that guides always know best. So they're going to give us exactly what we need. And what's so amazing with the work is that, you know, a hundred people can be listening to the same transmission and some person will have a wobbly knee that doesn't hurt anymore. And another person will activate a gift. So it meets you where you are and gives you exactly what you need. And you know, I've seen it time and time again with clients where we have these group calls and sessions and work that we do together and everybody has such a different experience. So amazing. So try not to um, hold on too tight to whatever that intention is and just allow it to be whatever it needs to be for you. And I will set the intention for us today, but know that you're gonna get whatever you need. Perfect, all right, well, I'm gonna let you go to it. Okay, and I'm just going to have everybody close your eyes. If you have headphones, they work great. If not, that's okay. And we're just going to start with some breathing, big belly breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. And I'll let you breathe at a pace that's right for you. But when you breathe, I want you to breathe in love. And just picture yourself breathing in love. That's all there is, is love. And when you're exhaling, you're releasing anything that isn't aligned to love, any sorrow, any sadness, any fear, any confusion, any stress, any worries, and just letting it all go. And just breathing in love, connecting to divine source creator of all that is, all that was, and all that ever will be. That creator energy which is in you that divine love that lives within you and we just bring that love through every cell of your body and feeling it move through you 
And now just going to ground into the earth. I want you to picture beautiful, brilliant light in the center of your chest and just move that down your legs and out of your feet, twisting and turning into the earth and going all the way down into Gaia and cr- connecting to the crystalline core. And now moving that light from the chest up your torso, out of your crown, shooting through the sky, shooting farther and farther and farther, leaving the Earth's atmosphere and spreading out through the cosmos and connecting to the universal grids and connected in both directions. And just continue breathing. I am going to connect with my guides and we'll do a clearing. And I call in my Syrian gatekeepers. They are here and they bring forth the benevolent beings that will give us these frequencies for this transmission. And I ask the Blessed Mother and the many Christed ones, Jesus, to assist us in this clearing of all unseen negative influences. We welcome all entities in love and light. We speak to you all from the Lord God of our being. We tell you all that you are healed and forgiven, lifted and enlightened, filled and surrounded with the Christ light and the Christ love. And we ask the beautiful many to escort you all to your perfect place. You may go in peace. We ask that all negative thought forms and limiting mental concepts be dissolved and lifted in the light of truth, that all psychic bonds are severed and all auras are closed to all but spirit of the highest vibration. And so it is. And just letting everything go and thanking the guides for that clearing. And now just asking for your consent. I set the intention for these codes to work within your divine frequency with no resistance. Are you ready, willing, and able to allow what must be released and must be changed to be so? And you can just answer yes to yourself. Perfect. And I thank the guides for this transmission today, asking that everyone listening receive exactly what they need for their highest healing and transformation at this time of great change. Know that you will be fully supported as new timelines open up for you. And you can just take another big deep breath in and relax as you receive. Ina hataika tailak nafu taichashna shana kombi anjanda kamik difi tikaila Jiashtos de sikto futatila diatanakat duki Yanofunik no miami Nuli anzu uts astubu Jadrahasitsi ishnikit vont ziketajik bolaka No pro umbabip bre estidra di an Ikrana si dreek diat chikup baki be Nehela dra anestia Do unja Dokuti fitsi si arik bradi, brona bromba imbayak bira basi ish, brosi sasut dig hasnovo, brai vele alik li et digaiso, dre anehani no unikit dubula jiaku, tushutu trats no, 
Behayana, shenesika balakatukati, dekelekitikate situtu trena tita pasitikatipati, shatona tikishte tituku tika balek dika, vara anikatika tishutukote eshtegevetika shteatika dato tova de ajana, dio uyan oyu ayin ashinama ayinane atunu utime etika ditu umbi, teme ine ayinane isu yabra iu ititafu iu se le ali, kreativratina. I could have a shiver etico, so Renandia to go to the eticosis, a guard, a cut of voting a tutule, Tommy Ella Halavela Vela and Zile Ura do catabata, he got to suitu to show that TV, Shetakete Petit, the catipeti cut of potato, umbade de de potoda, Sorosa Suda Boya, your kudu, your kuniki. Kabokaleve kuno, yambo ya tu chia uta, no nyintike victita katota keshna ati sitia tu, veti de etni tu tikos tu utbai kit ziatsiko, zinisitiko no etama mietu tubi etchikabo, keleke vegede aileke vetika lo ako dobola no la kabora aku, prapai bra mekema an akamana ainge, Timeti kama una ine ekidavikele a asi boba aba, falahale kesuba ea epitsamataka, tipitikendekita, de puta a pakade, de kepeta tipatsu apake, de enneta e etsi titi e utabaile aka, tokoda taku tataneke de kapika, haikedena nakatoku, dakenekto a tutufiti kleti. Satano kut bokapi kai tai pet dando tu tichishi, Shatandikit bit hatno sata, Sikale eta dara ayaro ura sumbro. Breene kebrane in yendokumia stit shutika, vret sit sutra amba undakamaki. Take feature tokostivik, shitikalak tutukashtika, but kita at tiketepek stiketepet sit siketita, tutututu, utipai, utipi at vititipet at the decatur, utipi at the tutuvel satetu utadile, bore etimutikitivich, tipitip, tutipetepeta, atubera, ebara, itubera, we katitipas, decaver, ahu, itipotipa, so tutupo, taito, to cotivate, cotot. To go to the Ativatia Levetaran, it is so tall, a lola, a lumocota, bacula, catuca, I play to see the bear. Nora had to cut her suitucci to cabaret suitushi, to put a senefesi, alepa, alapa, adjucubo, probratidi, ibera, and sicumana suit, but I see it to the menomini, itunuma, amana, anne, enne, enna, anna, lehele, alla, ola, anzu, coots, zunda, 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 idea, catara anzi, catapaste, as two fra, andupa. Pla alla anna alla elevis nikiti, lo no 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 alla planesisi, it's sasitike, ashtaka, no stinastastikaste, estaikestaya, estanaste, estesticasto, ustakashtuko, umbaxisisi, reca, reca, reketabite, necta, to toad, a tepet, kebaste, tende, petico, pen and a kalakita, etiketa, ese, etomosutunash nui, dame henanala, emba. Kanamokona fuananayana uuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuuu
prana sutrasi brahano kotene mekisina prehasene embra imbitsubo aburuku shudokai bogadamboko bohokumboko tapula ponzu sakabikuta prokamakikicha bohumba putbikt by pleki preheton poko nzuk bohoki divikta boxit sikatsia setsiana sutsukut besti sik mosli tupu rekbo brakete seko papayati ketetekete petik pikando ติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะติกะ
of, of stepping forth and doing it and, and knowing that you are supported in this journey. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. No, thank you. I've heard a lot of different light language and yours is the first one where I've heard where it kind of sounds a little like Russian. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I have so many that come through and yeah, some of them will like align to what earth languages sound like, but I mean, makes sense, right? We're from the stars. So our languages were influenced by all these star languages. Yeah, it was, it was, that was the first one where I heard, like, it was more in the beginning. It didn't like go through the whole, the whole time, but I was like, oh, this is so interesting because I've heard so many, (laughs) I guess we could call them dialects of Mm -hmm. language or, you know, different languages. It's, it's it's infinite ones. Um, But that was really cool to, to hear that. Really good with your R rolling. I don't remember half of it, you know, like I just like kind of go, all right, do what you need to do and bring it through. <laughs> oh, that was so beautiful. Oh, I'm so, so glad. Much. Thank you You're so welcome. much for coming on the show. And before we wrap up, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to speak to the audience. If there was any sort of message you'd like to leave with them, any kind of like parting words that sure, kind of like for you. Try and if you're feeling any kind of discomfort through this time, try and shift your perspective and, and see that everything that's always placed in, in front of you is an opportunity to either stay where you are or to grow. And so, you know, coming at this, this new world as, as an opportunity to create the life that you want, you know, and, and it's okay if you're feeling fear, confusing, confusion, or whatever you might be going through, there's always something to reach out to that can support you, whether it be listening to shows like this or, you know, getting a one-on-one session with someone, whatever it is, like, just know that if you commit to doing something different that you used to do, this new world that we're creating can be a magical place to manifest whatever you want. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you. And let, and, and speaking of getting a private session, if anyone wants to work with you, how can they get in touch with you? Um, through my website and um, I have a lot of deals like from being on telesummits where you can get really good packages, um, a lot of material for very big discounts. So I have that available, but that's on the website at valentiareese.com. Okay, perfect. I'll leave all of that information in the description of the the video and the notes of the podcast below. Valentia, thank you so much for Mm -hmm. coming on the show. It was such a pleasure to have you here. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm excited and glad to have met your audience. Thank you. And and to the audience, thanks again for being here this week. Please go check out Valentia's work. And if you want to work with her, um, there could be a lot of transformation available to you. So please uh, uh, go look at her website and uh, see if it resonates with you. Thank you all for being here this week. I love you so much. Stay in your truth, walk in the light, and don't be afraid of the fear. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you all for joining our show. We appreciate you tuning in and supporting us. If any of you have any questions you would like answered on the show or any guests that you would like to hear on our show, please email that information to us at info at enlightenup.us or send us a voice message using the Anchor app. There's a super cool feature on there that allows you to send us a message or ask us a question with a touch of a button right from the app. 
And please continue to support us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you haven't checked out Nicole's channel on YouTube yet, head on over there for some more insight from her, or you can visit her website, inflexibleme.com, where you can book a personal coaching session or a tarot reading, watch some of her most informative videos, or you can sign up for her newsletter. And if you're interested in some light language healing, head to my YouTube channel, lisaloveslove.com, or send me an email to lisa at lisaloveslove.com to inquire about your own personal reading. Thank you again for joining us and supporting us, and we'll be back with you all next week.